Yeah. Hi everyone. How are we all doing? Great. Hey everyone, another episode of Seed Stories. I'm John Deshotsky and this is Jeff Wilson. Perfect. We're out here in the woods in the middle of the Santa Cruz Mountains. In snuggled, actually, yeah, snuggled up next to a fire. Snuggled up next to a fire, super nice. Wow, you and I met at South by Southwest Eco back in 2015. You were the first one that I showed our prototype to you were on so, the outside. You were so paranoid. You're like, we're launching this company. This guy's gonna fucking Someone's steal gonna steal my idea. Nobody's gonna steal your idea. <laughs> Enjoying off the grid jupes. But before I tell the story, <laughs> hey, buddy. Let so. <laughs> We've got more kids coming in. <laughs> you just closed your seed round with Initialize. Congratulations. A few days ago. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, what I always like to talk about is the what led up to that. You thought of the idea when, built the first version when, what led up to you knowing that you needed to raise seed capital to take this to the next level? After spending a little time in the desert alone, um, I saw a uh, article on the skateboard chassis that Rivian uses. And they, why don't we make a skateboard chassis um, for housing? And that was 2019. Made some drawings, made some decks. 2019, you get the idea. When did you build the first version? We bootstrapped essentially by just not paying ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't recommend like starting a hard tech startup in the midst of a pandemic. Like raised a little, quickly pivoted, but you actually had a term sheet on a go-to-market at festivals. COVID this. hit. I remember this. The term sheet got pulled and I was like, quick, change all the renders, put red crosses on them, and we're gonna make COVID shelters now <laughs> instead of festival units. Let's go in here. Yeah, it was um, trying to figure out the market, but also an oh shit moment, right? We went from festivals, uh, adding some red crosses, and now all of a sudden we're, you know, a COVID relief company. And we went down all these weird paths, like a backyard office, additional sleeping quarters in the backyard for somebody that was infected, hospital rooms, all kinds of shit like this. Um, and none of it worked, right? None of it yeah. worked. I encourage you guys to apply to YC. Yeah. You guys have been thinking about it for a while. The real story was, I said, oh shit, we have a couple of weeks of cash. And I think you said you should apply to YC. You might get some quick money. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually our second application, right? We had applied yeah, 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 yeah. our first application. Um, the company was actually called Simple Structures and we were applying with just a foundation product. Yeah, and we got rejected and we reapplied. And I think that's what happens. Most people get rejected the first time. Um, and then we actually forgot about it. We raised a, a, a little bit of something. It was all just kind of like friends and family. Yeah, it was more friends and family, yeah. kind of yeah. a few angels. It wasn't it was like, wasn't priced. It was like, it, was it wasn't like, priced. It was a, it, it was a safe. Yeah. Um, just per, yeah, pretty traditional scrounging. What would around. you say you raised at that time? Like just to get first 
proof of concept? Um, about 600. You yeah. gotta get to revenue as fast as possible and de-risk the hard tech side of it. About 14 months after we started our first prototype, again, sort of producing some revenue to de-risk that side of it. So, 2021 summer. Got it. Yeah. That's so right. So, we got in, we found out March ish. Mm -hmm. We actually missed the email. The email went into spam. No way. <laughs> <laughs> we had missed the last interview date. I write them and say, you know, beg for an interview. We, we get it. Um, the most terrifying 10 minutes of my life interviewing with Michael Seibel. Oh, yeah. At one point, I tried to bring up the screen share just to show him how cool our factory was, and he said, "Turn that shit off." <laughs> <laughs> Michael, 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 night. Michael Hayes is you. Michael Hayes is us. We get a call that night saying we got in. I play it cool. I'm like, uh, "Yeah, let's get back to you in 24 hours." And then I call my co-founder. I'm like, "Dude, we got in!" <laughs> um, yeah. So the middle of May to August. Middle of May to August. What were your like primary? focus points during the batch? Like, what did you really want to achieve? Well, um, so they're really good about getting you focused there, right? And so they give you a core KPI. Um, ours was revenue. Mm -hmm. So now that we're talking business, we're in a business space. We're in, yeah, this is straight out. You guys, at this point, are actually building and shipping jeeps. Yeah, we came into YC already with, I don't know, almost a million dollars in revenue. So, you know, we were in the advanced group at YC, which means you had revenue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, you know, they give you a KPI and they tell you to grow that mofo by like 7% a week, which is just insane, Yeah. right? Yep. And so we took up the challenge. Especially for a hardware, right? Oh, like, for a hard tech company, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it takes years to get a product to market and get to revenue and typically you're uh, focused on OIs at that point. Right, um, but letters after, of intent. And so at this point, you're doing letters letters of intent with landowners who want to put jupes onto their property and then use that as some sort of glamping concept. Because you had shifted from disaster relief at this point to a initial go-to-market of glamping. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so we were selling at that point. One of the brilliant things that Michael did and that we did through YC was a real push to a recurring revenue model rather than selling a jupe being one and done. Yep. Right now we've got this model where we drop the jupes and we split the revenue so we've got a recurring stream. That expands the multiple of the mm. company and the value of the company a lot. So not only having technology, but having recurring sources of revenue, yep. especially in the consumer business where it can be really finicky. Right. Having that component um, really increases the value geometrically for a for a startup. Have you been raising any any capital uh, during YC? What was your sort of uh, YC tells you don't raise money during the batch and you know you should be focused on your business. You're growing the value, right? You're right. building that hockey stick uh, if you don't already have it. We really didn't start raising till the recommended two or three weeks before demo day. Got it. Started raising. You already have experience fundraising. This is your second company of scale. Right, second rodeo. Yeah. Right. So what did you want to do differently this time in the fundraising process that versus what you did last time? 
At this point, you were doing how much in revenue? Um, we had a couple of million, I think, by the middle of the batch, and by the end of the batch, we had about six million in booked revenue. So we hit that target that the YC was pushing us at early. Yeah. We told Cybul, and we knew this was going to happen. He goes, "Well, I guess we're just going to have to raise your goal. We should probably just double it." <laughs> <laughs> I remember at this point as well, you were probably the highest revenue in the batch, or one of the highest revenue. We can sell twenty jupes a month right now and be profitable. Yeah, actually profitable last year. Which yeah, it's kind of um, I don't know if it's all that in vogue. Well, I think it's it's a sign of a second time founder, right? Like you have an additional sense of paranoia, but you're also more capital um, efficient. Talk to me a little bit about your process in like building the deck. The deck's an interesting process. Uh, the the real key here is to make things uh, as simple uh, as possible. I hacked that by uh, just saying, fuck it, we're going to only use emojis um, in nothing smaller than 99 point font. So you saw our deck, it's like these massive bold statements. Glamping can't scale and there's a little emoji of a turtle. I'll give you this, right? Yeah. Along with some pictures of the product, yep. some charts, right, that are very easy to explain. And we're really just doing a commercial at this point. Like the full, right. the full feature like film is a conversation and meetings and That's right. ongoing discussions, but your deck is a, is a send ahead, needs to really be a bite-sized trailer that gets the investor excited about. That's right. Having, you know, going to the theater. Right, and I mean like what is the, how much time do you spend looking at a deck? Like the average we see will look 30 seconds. Exactly. 30 Maybe seconds. 30 seconds is about it. So, you know, if you're in 99.5, point you can actually read a lot of the narrative <laughs> um, in 30 seconds. You get asked 10 questions during a pitch and you nail every one of them. Yeah. You're going to get them. Yeah. Almost always. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the list. How did you generate your list of VCs? Actually, some of our early uh, came this time through advisors. Yeah. My first check in this one, um, I was introduced uh, some rich guy in the house. He got a little bit of press. Uh, we got a few more checks from that. But it, I mean, it's generally network. Yeah. Um, and, so, and what was the size of the list that you had? Like, you, I remember you at one point you sent me a notion doc that had oh there were like 50, probably 50 plus names. there were probably a hundred on there yeah. at one point point. and my mom was my first check thousand dollars <laughs> jeffrey don't spend it all in one place and my mom's on the cap table for that thousand dollar investment Go love on. it love it love it if you if you can't convince your mom then you should just hang it up so you knew kim mai Right, who's been like a legend in the housing she's space. She's a legend, I think she's the best VC in the housing space. For those of you who don't know, she wrote a famous TechCrunch post back in the day. With like a long form post about the housing crisis. Well, why is the housing crisis I, in the Bay Area? So yeah, bad? and I think she then went to Gary Tan's early stage fund called Initialized and has been focusing a lot on the housing. What's great about Kim is she understands the complexity of this market. A lot of VCs or investors will know just maybe the modular technology or a little bit about financing or a little bit- the software layer. On the software yeah. layer, but she understands the socio-political economic forces that also act on that. And so she's just the perfect investor. So we were going to go out and try to raise a $20 million to $30 million Series A, and we might've been able to do that. Initialize came along um, 
we got into discussions with them, you know, thought we, we don't need that much money right now to prove out this new business model and they're freaking perfect. Gary will call you and say, swing by my house, let's cruise down to some jupes in the Redwoods and then I'll make you some spam and eggs in the morning yeah. right after we sleep in a few jupes. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just such a humble, uh, you know, and smart uh, human. Yeah. Y'all teaming up is that he's he's a designer by heart and you're We're a design designer, design-led yeah. design company. Right. And so I think that that's spectacular. So. You guys get into negotiations, you figure out a price, right. and you had a handshake deal on the seed round. Right. And then I think you forwarded me and a few others. Um, Michael, you're like, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. What was our response? Do it. <laughs> do it yesterday, right? Because I was like, we could get a higher price. We could probably go get some yeah. other investors, maybe go for the Series A. Yeah. And, and, and the point there from everyone was the investor at those early stages, your lead means so much. Correct. Your investor, if they're the right investor, will increase, they'll be a Y combinator. They're going to increase your multiplier on yep. your, and, and just help you build a better business. Uh, in, investor company fit. Total, yeah, right. so that's that's really good. Fantastic news, it took uh, a, a six, six to eight weeks to close. Yeah. Um, their diligence was very thorough, as you mentioned, which is, which is, Great, great. Now we're, I mean, it was extremely painful, but um, we now, Gary, Gary, uh, but we now um, are in a position to when we go to VA, yeah, you know, all of those we checked under, you know, in all of those nooks and crannies and corners yeah. and dust that was swept up under the rug. Uh, they've done a lot of that, and I think it's going to be a much more efficient. Uh, the one thing I'd like to ask is, like, what would you have done if, what would you have done if you weren't able to raise? You mentioned that you were profitable. Yeah, we so, would have gone into cockroach mode, right? Yeah. And um, the one thing I've learned from my last startup, and that they continuously pound into you. I think Michael said to us in his way at one point, "You are all dead companies walking." And you have to kind of assume that, yeah. right? Of default, like, default live, default dead. What is, you know, we're all default dead, right? And and so, especially in a hard tech, you know, business where you need 10,000 square feet and you're moving around atoms, but in anyone, right? How can you cut down to a level and either generate some revenue or just turn off the entire spigot to survive. Yeah. And we're doing that still in our business, right? We're selling still 20 jupes a month, which is enough to cover our burn. Yep. And it doesn't take us a lot of effort so that we're you know, spending that capital in areas to build the machine to grow. But we're always, I always want to have as a default that you know, we can go into some kind of cockroach survival. Okay, I want to I want to finish on two really fun topics, which is twelve month plan and then ten year plan. And I want you to just distill to me what you plan to do with the now that you've raised. What's the twenty twenty two plan? Three short bullet points. I'll just do one. One I bullet mean, point. Um, find the KPI. Yep. Right and. Um, Aim for that, and we want to get to five million ARR okay. before we raise our next round. 
And, and the sub bullets to that are build a technology platform, build a technology platform, build out like a toilet and a few other like, you know, aspects to get that thing up and running, get the product market fit on, um, recurring on, on, on recurring revenue. Yep. And those are the key things, yep. right? I will say, um, okay. And then the, the, the long plan as you, as Gary term coined the term universal autonomous housing, yep. right? be able to set up a village or a city anywhere in the world in a matter of days, yeah. right? With the Starlink connection, Zoom rooms, you know, childcare center, like yeah. an, an entire thing anywhere on the face of the planet. I think it's a new way that humanity is going to be able to live. And there's 1.5 billion people um, that don't currently have uh, a, a, a dignified place to live. And yeah. that's what we want to solve for. I think it's a word. I can see it. I mean, imagining drones dropping off housing in the middle of your rural spaces where they set up themselves and they're connected to the internet. Yeah. I mean, this is the future that we all believed in. And I'm just really glad that an entrepreneur like you is taking this on. I'll say for founders, I've seen Jeff through a lot of ups and downs and a difficult journey. And it's a real pleasure to see you having made it to this point. Obviously the journey is just beginning on Jupe, yeah. but I think what I've seen you is to just put your head down and, and stay focused on this on the company this time after having been through a lot of struggle. Um, it's just super impressive. And so as a proud investor, you know, I think the sky's the limit. Well, you, well, I mean, and John's been a big part of that. You've been a big part of that. I will say, like, just to close, having a um, investor or advisor that has known you a while yeah. and in your previous failures, like, not kind of just moving on from those folks is really valuable. You've helped me to grow and pointed out things that I didn't see myself and encouraged me, you know, to, to, to keep going. So thank you for that. Awesome. Why don't you, do, why don't you do the close? Thanks everybody for, <laughs> for joining another Seed Stories on Jupe. You can book online at jupe.com, right? They're also hiring. We're hiring. Um, a lot of different roles, but not too many, keeping burn within control. Yep. Um, and as always, it's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, great to be here.